0: Welcome back to bottled water everybody it has been like a month since the last show so we are back i have a guest today and this guest is retired chief warrant officer three chris
1: grokey and i'm gonna bring him in right now
0: chris how's it
1: going it's going good buddy it's going good how you been how's the family doing <clears throat>
0: doing good, Every, good everybody's good. good we're uh we're adjusting to living in kansas
1: i hear you i hear you so i'm i'm speaking to you from my little uh vault down here or my <laughs> aka Monterey <laughs> railroading room so the uh vault? let's let's talk brother yeah let's, let's talk. talk okay
0: so for because i know i don't think anybody knows who you are on here so why don't you introduce yourself tell us your uh,
1: your history your backstory. So my name is Chris. I'm a retired warrant officer from the Army. I did about, you know, about 10 years in the Air Force. I worked around programs like the F-22, worked around some skunk works projects. Uh, also, you know, joined the Army, transferred over to Boatfield, worked with Tony, your host right there, host with the most. And uh, we became friends. And now here we are. Here we are. So
0: I was thinking about this earlier today. And All right. you and I have known each other for about 10 years now.
1: Crazy, isn't it? Time it is. flies.
0: <laughs> yeah, it definitely does fly. Like 10 years. For those of you that don't know, knowing Chris for 10 years, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> Especially when you worked with him for what we worked together for what
1: seven years?
0: Seven years. Seven
1: yeah. years. But who's counting? I mean, who's really counting?
0: Yeah, who's really counting? <laughs> so let's talk about the f-22 program all right so you you worked on the f-22 program and uh tell, tell us a little tell us what you can about that
1: <clears throat> well the f22 as everybody knows was designed in the 80s It was designed basically on a bar napkin you know a bunch of bunch of drunks hanging around saying hey let's come up the next generation fighter jet or the atf basically uh, advanced tactical fighter jet. So that given said, Lockheed and Boeing decided that, hey, let's play the game. Northrop Grumman did the same thing. That uh, Later on, you know, they came out finally with the YF-22, YF-23. Mm-hmm. They competed for the program against the government. Now, there is speculation about how the F-22 actually conceived. That given said that the 23 actually outmaneuvered it, mm-hmm. outpayloaded it, outsped it. Yet the 22 was a program of choice. Uh, a lot of us speculated that it was a fact that it was, uh, the government basically want to be in control of everything. Right. Uh, when you look at Northrop Grumman, you know, they're, hey, we got the 23, we could do our, our program, we can have fun with it, but you're going to pay us and we're going to subcontract the money out to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, the 22 is like, hey, we're going to bring in general dynamics Pratt, Whitney, Boeing, Lockheed, uh, Raytheon, at t Honeywell, Verizon, because we have fiber optics and we need a yep. fiber optic, spe- you know, uh, specialist so that that way they can control it. Now, later on, as the F-22 came to Edwards, everybody knows the story who follows this jet Raptor one actually crashed at Marietta, Georgia. Right. Uh, did a porpoising effect. They blamed the pilot well, half blames the pilot and half blames the industry for pushing that pilot. You never put a landing gear up on an aircraft when you're mm-hmm. at low altitude, low speed. What it was was more of the vehicle management program. They had some software issues. That's what caused the porpoise. As time went on, we got our 22s, got them to Edwards, did our operational test. Uh, being around that program gave me a lot of insight in that area, especially being at station at Edwards. OK, because Edwards has a lot of unique situations that happen out there, to say the least. Right. You got North Edwards, which is a rocket testing facility. You have the town of Boron, which years ago had a quote unquote UFO uh, phenomenon that may have happened, but that mm-hmm. possibly may have been disproven with a F-117 during its testing phase. There's also a landing strip down there that you won't see on Google. Um, the same time, you also have Mojave desert, wide open desert, no, no natural lighting out there. So you can see a lot of different things out there. Um, but being in this program kind of pervades you do to knowing more information per se than the most individuals would hear Mm -hmm. when it comes to testing, evaluation and everything else.
0: Okay. So, uh, what what did you kind of gain from from working on the F twenty two program and what was your role in that program?
1: So my role was I was assistant chief uh, on the military side with mm-hmm. the operational test program, which was a five at that time it was a five hundred million dollar program. Yep. I also <clears throat> kind of oversaw the twenty billion dollar uh, operational and logistics test portion of the flight controls, weapon systems, uh, radar identification, slash, you know. Uh I guess the, the best way to put it would be radar diversion. Yes. It, what you saying. what
0: you can say.
1: Yes. Yeah. So that given said you learn a lot. You you mm-hmm. definitely learn a lot. And you and you learn a lot. Not when it just comes to U.S. aircraft or military aircraft in per se, but when it comes to what your podcast deals with, with mm-hmm. UFOs and everything and, and 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 that kind of programs. So,
0: so what I think is uh, very interesting that you brought up, and I've looked it up before. And the F twenty two program initially began in I think it was nineteen eighty one. The conceptualization of it was 1981. Okay. And the first bird didn't fly till
1: 1991. Correct. And... 81 is a speculative date, just so you know. Yes.
0: (laughs) Speculatively. (laughs) So when we look at things like uh, the UAP phenomenon and how there's this threat narrative by the DOD... And certain members of Congress saying that these could be Russian, excuse me, Russian assets or Chinese assets that are moving like this. I think it's important to understand that the F-22 program began when it did in 1981. And if you look at historically what was happening with the USSR at that time, and that was pretty much the lead up, the nine year lead up to the collapse of the Soviet Union and we started flying these stealth fighters while the Soviet Union had collapsed and there really was no budget for them. They, China had not entered the global economy at this time. They're using a bunch of leftover Russian equipment or right. Soviet equipment and we're supposed to believe that in a even though it's a 30-year time span, you have to take into account the leap in technology that they would have to somehow create right to create these craft that are are moving the way that they do and, and exhibiting the uh characteristics that they do. Right.
1: Now <clears throat> I will say one thing though, because because mm-hmm. based on your date with nineteen eighty one, you got to also remember the F one seventeen actually was introduced in eighty three. Yes, F twenty two was designed using the same stealth like technology as what the F one seventeen has. Therefore, sure. you cannot produce a fighter jet after a bomber was actually introduced. Right, a light bomber. So yes. So why using that technology? It, now, you're, now you're talking between the chicken and the egg, which one came first? Right. So that given said, um, I do agree with everything that you're saying. Yes, there was, there was an influx uh, of us needing this stealth technology. There was mm-hmm. an influx of, of countries actually had a hole in that time frame that were falling apart. And the maneuverability of that aircraft is exponentially crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to, and I'm sure the next question is going to rise up, when it comes to a UFO status, though, can an aircraft maneuver like a UFO? Like, can the F-22 do that? Can mm-hmm. a Su-35 do that? Can a MiG-29 do that? Right, right. you know, and, and I can go rambling on about yeah. the ages of fighter jets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. I mean, there are videos showing these these objects flying and, and they're just hovering and then they're going to they're they're going to um Mach one to Mach two in no time.
0: Well so you bring up a really good point
1: right there and this
0: kind of brings up the tic tac video which is highly documented since uh both pilots Commander Fravor and uh Dietrich have spoken out and, and come they've been on 60 minutes. they've uh has been on Joe Rogan. They freely talk about this and this specific encounter. this craft and like what it was doing like it came from like 80 thousand feet down to the the water surface and was floating around and bouncing around and that's all really great. That's not like the thing that I focus on when I look at this story. What I focus on when I look at the story is you have from the USS Nimitz (laughs) radar confirmation saying this craft moves 60 miles in like two seconds. Right. So that kind of like I did the math and it was like Mach 108. Right. And. It had to have been going like 180,000 miles an hour from a sub supersonic speed where it was mimicking the corkscrew of Commander Fravor coming down on it. And that really, to me, is the biggest piece of evidence that it is not anything. Russia doesn't have anything that can do that. It, because you have to look at fuel to weight ratios. How much fuel does it have? How much you know, it has no control services. So how is it even flying? What is the propulsion for it? There's all of these things that we think about when we talk about aircraft and how they fly. And people need to understand that lift, lift to drag ratio and all that. <laughs> yeah. And people need to understand that, uh, You know, fighter jets, they don't have, like, a 2,000-mile range or a 4,000-mile range. They, They don't have, like, a huge... They are specifically designed to do specific things within a range without refueling by air. Correct. And if you have a craft doing this, and then it shoots off the way that it does, that immediately raises red flags, like, holy shit, your radar picked this up and it's the same radar signature as before. So that tells you that it's the same craft and it traveled 60 miles at mock nothing any supersonic weapon can do. And by the way, this happened in 2004. Right. So it's. It's something that really needs to be... I think that's one of the, the big tells of this encounter, that it's not Chinese and it's not Russian, because the Chinese cannot build a proper engine for their stealth fighter. I mean, they can't even really build an aircraft carrier that's effective.
1: And you're absolutely right with that. The only the only possibility that I could bring that on is using the magnetic flux, m- magnetic lines of flux in this planet. Now, we've heard of maglev yeah. technology. I mean, let's just face it. Maglev technology has been out there for years. All, all right. the way back to um, Six Flags Magic Martin, Mountain. Yeah, with, well, the, the Superman, with right, Superman, Yes. Meglev. Exactly. And and uh, And the military has been testing maglev technology well before then i mean if if you look in vandenberg air force base and and you can look at all the uh geology sites and and all the uh tremors that go on it's Mm -hmm. always in a straight line it's always within about a 10 to 15 mile length yeah and and there's a track there that they're actually testing weapons on i mean it tests their drag cars on it in a sense Mm -hmm. so there's nothing that could say that maglev technology can't Do that speed, but no, there's not. But that, but that given said, the maneuverability that's going to be a factor now because Mm -hmm. now you're fighting Earth's gravity. So, and though I'm a skeptic, I'm still a a skeptic when it comes to UFOs. Mm -hmm. Put that out there right now for your viewers. That is that is one key factor right there.
0: Well, I think it's also important to uh, to note that in these three big encounters that were released. They said that the craft that they were engaged with was actively jamming their systems. Right. So you having been in the Air Force and having been in the military for 23 years, if you actively jam another craft or another entities weapon systems
1: is that not an act of war it would be considered an act of war yes if if you're if if your intentions are hostile because you got to remember proving I mean, hostility I, I, is hard yeah extremely extreme high uh rf energy can jam a radar mm-hmm. so if you're if you're emitting, if you're emitting a crazy amount of RF energy, it will jam a radar or magnetic energy can jam a radar. That's, Mm -hmm. I mean, but you got to also remember, Tony, that we're talking about technology that's being seen in 2004, 2005, 2006. Just remember the SR-71 came out in the sixties. Yep. And we were able to do that kind of stuff with the SR-71. So this Mm -hmm. technology is nothing new when it comes to us.
0: Right. but the
1: SR seventy one
0: also wasn't. It had gaps in its panels because it flew so fast that once it reached its speed, those gaps closed,
1: and it leaked fuel. Right at ground level. You're right. You're right. And the gaps. The gaps were there for for speed and drag on the aircraft. But I'm mm-hmm. talking about radar technology, though, and radar uh, uh, jamming technology and aversion technology. That was mm-hmm. there with a the 71 yeah, and a U-2 spy plane. I mean, a U-2 spy plane even had some radar absorbent material on it when it first came out, when NASA was first using it. Yeah. When NASA so,
0: was using it for their yes,
1: weather. Yes. For
0: their weather. <laughs> Not that they were lied to by the CIA. or <laughs> No, or no, mean, no, no, no. Cause over our government
1: Russia. is our government is straight on. They're straightforward. They are honest with their people. So
0: oh, we absolutely
1: 100% <laughs> super honest. <laughs> 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 I can't no, believe no. you're pushing me to this I mean what the hell <laughs> well you brought it up I know I did
0: but you know it's it's really interesting and it, it would be great if what we're looking at is the like it would have to be a quantum leap in technology because we we really exist in a period where all planes have the same conceptual design right <laughs> you have wings right 99% of planes have vertical stabilizers i know the b2 bomber and you know the some don't but a majority right. of them do you have a jet engine or a prop that is creating a push and pull effect right. to make it go forward and you have to have lift and there's only so many Gs planes can take, so much acceleration they can take.
1: Well, so many Gs a pilot can take, not so much the airframe itself. Yes. A pilot.
0: <laughs> Which brings up another another kind of conflict in the UFO uh, world is, is the Tic Tac driven by a pilot? whether it be an ET or an extra dimensional being, or is it some type of technology, drone technology, AI controlled drone technology that can withstand going from like 400 miles an hour to 180,000 miles an hour.
1: Well, that's, that's the question out there, but you, you know, for, for your listeners too, you got to remember 1903 is, you know, when, when, the Wright brothers tested their Kitty Hawk. You know, now in the sixties, we're talking about doing Mach three already with the SR 71. Mm -hmm. So you're talking 57 to 60 years between test and and evaluation and, and, and actually testing and getting this aircraft out there. Yeah. You know, and in 60 years we've developed the ability to go, you know, three times the speed of sound.
0: So, It's it's super interesting you, that you bring this up because there is less time between the Wright brothers' first flight. <laughs> there we go landing on the moon. There we go. <laughs> than there now is we're gonna have fun. Now in landing
1: on the moon. You're right. Now we're gonna have fun. Now we're gonna have fun. So we're gonna go down the rabbit hole of did we land on the moon or not? We're yes, the boots, we did. We're, we're the photos of the boot tracks on the moon. True mm-hmm. photos of space, uh, of a of an astronaut's boots. Well, the the thing about it is is and my speculation is the same as yours. Did we land on the moon or didn't we? Well, that's the question that you mm-hmm. you can only answer yourself by doing research. My belief is we probably did land on the moon. Yeah, we did land on the moon. But at the same time, was it worth to go back again? Were yes. there anything there that we needed? Because let's face it. The human race, we're a bunch of parasites. We need something. We're not doing it for nothing. Mm-hmm. And and with nothing being on that, on that rock floating around us, why would we waste our time going back again? Well, is there nothing?
0: Just because there's a bunch of dust and rocks and it's our only satellite, I think it is important to go to the moon to investigate and, and to look at the moon to understand how it was formed and what brought it about. At the same time, we know more about the moon
1: than we do our own oceans. I think it would be more more interesting to, to actually go to a further planet away. You know, a planet, for example, that they took away as a planet. Let's say Pluto.
0: Well, why don't we just go to Europa? So, or wherever the hell that is. Europa is <laughs> but- one of... Jupiter's Saturn's moon? Somebody will correct me. I think it's one yeah. of Saturn's moons. So, so, something
1: out there. Yeah, I, I mean, mean so we can sit I, here and we can go around and around with this. I mean, why yeah, do not we go can. to Mars? Why didn't we go to Mars? Well, we why did didn't we go go to waste our time? Huh?
0: Well, it's simple. What What happened after we went to the moon? After we we went to the moon and everybody was excited and it yeah, was we had a space cool. race.
1: Yay, we made it. Yeah, and we it, made it to the moon and yeah, then they it, did more and it, it, more it, it, Apollo missions. Yeah, to the, it, it, moon. It, the attention span of, the, of us, like a bunch of gnats, was like, Drops. oh, let's go do something else.
0: Yeah. And then what <laughs> happens? The government pulls funding from NASA. Yep. And then yep. NASA becomes a shell of its former <laughs> self. Yep. And then they keep going, then they keep going. And this kind of brings us to today's narrative where you have Bernie Sanders and. This is probably going to lose some followers, but you'll oh, be all right. we go. Bernie Sanders, I think it was today or yesterday. He was like, I don't want a SpaceX flag on the moon. We should have an American flag on the moon and we should not fund these companies like <laughs> Elon Musk. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. And here's why I say this. During the Obama administration, they drastically cut NASA's budget. They slashed it like in half. And it was already a tiny budget. The United States Army spends more money on buildings than NASA's entire budget in a year. And you and I both know the Army's buildings really aren't fucking great. (laughs) No. By all means, they're pretty shitty. They're they're full of black mold and all sorts of other tiles
1: missing and God knows what else is in there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, And they spend more money on that than NASA's entire budget. Yeah. So then you have somebody who's talking out the side of their neck because they're so far up their own ass. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That they're like, well, we should we should use our money, our taxpayer dollars, because it's not their money, it's our money, to fund NASA to put American astronauts on Mars. And I'm like, okay, that's great. NASA has a problem where they don't compartmentally, they don't talk to each other. So you you could have a department at the Jefferson's, space center and the kennedy space center working on the same problem spending the same amount of money and one of them will figure it out how to fix that problem and the other one will have just wasted that fucking money. so
1: so so what you're getting at so what you're getting at is possibly government fraud Is that what you're saying? I mean, taking taxpayers' money and putting it into a program, I don't know, like a a $10,000 toilet seat, a a $5,000 hammer, but utilizing that money in another program Uh that is under, under the radar, off the books, I don't know, for your socialistic agenda, which Bernie Sanders is extremely notorious for? So, in case your viewers are following here and, and and don't understand how how test programs work, okay? So yeah, so you you always hear the term, uh, you know, five thousand dollar toilet seat for 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 uh, an army base or a ten thousand mm-hmm. dollar hammer. What they do is they they allocate that money, okay, and through an appropriations funds committee, they it gets approved and they say, hey, this is gonna go to this toilet seat, this ten thousand dollars. But what they do is they actually it's $5 for the toilet seat. The rest of the money actually goes to a dark program that's off the books. It's com- yes. it's compartmentalized uh, security. So you don't know. You can't track the money to where it's going. It protects everybody from Congress to, to the Appropriations Committee, to Senate, to the President. They don't know where the money's going other than the program leads. That's the so, only way you can do it. So, for example, and I, and I, and I don't want to be rude, but for example, is... In the F twenty two program, I had a security clearance. I'm not going right. to tell you what it was, but I'm going to say it's a it was a special access required, which mm-hmm. means my security clearance level was the same as somebody from the B two program, but they had a special access required, which yes. means I can talk to I can talk to them and say hi in the smoke pit, but I cannot talk about my program to them. That's compartmentalized programs, right? So they divide that money that way. So nobody knows what's going on in the background, for example.
0: Right. And so Laura brings up a good point. She says, there have to be auditors. I wonder if the records are public. So, Chris, I know that you know that um, there was an audit of the DOD. Mm -hmm. And how many trillions of dollars were lost?
1: (laughs) To two or three trillion dollars? I want to say it was almost closer to four, to be honest with you, but it yeah. had to be like 3.5, 3.7. It was insane. It A was A lot insane. of money. And but, but that's just overall DOD. That's not including everyday monetary values that mm-hmm. aren't attributed or tracked by the DOD right. or by the government, because the DOD is going to only do what the government says they can do. Yes. The government does the same thing in their programs, like the EPA, the FBI, DEA, mm-hmm. everything like that. It's all DARPA. compartmentalized, DARPA, ATIP, everything, yeah. just so they can not so much hide, but basically hide funding, skim yeah, off a little and hide. And yeah. So everybody's happy, and at the end, all mm-hmm. the all the big contractors get the money, and everybody gets what they want.
0: Yeah. Whether and, it's
1: good or bad, unfortunately.
0: So, so to say, uh, for those of you who don't know, I was a government contractor for two years, and what I what I like to explain about the way that I was paid is my my last government contracting job, my salary was sixty five thousand dollars a year. The actual contract itself was worth three times that amount. Two-thirds of it went to the defense contractor. A third of it went to me. And these defense contractors, in order to keep their contracts the way that they are, they can only employ so many people. Without creating separate companies and the company that I worked for was actually three companies, but I worked for the main company and the reason why they had three separate companies is because they had too many employees, so they had to create separate LLCs in order to have, I think it was like 150 employees
1: Good for them. Keep
0: it under the radar. <laughs> yes. Yes. Keep it under the radar. Just yeah. creating new companies. Yeah. But it Good was the them. same people running <laughs> each company. And they take two thirds of the contract money. So they make bank. And I was making bank, but they made big bank. Because if you have five or seven people, which I think it was, it was under 10 people who were part of the actual corporate structure and they have 150 people in the average income, the, the average, it's about 240,000, 2.5 million dollars with 10% of it going to your employees. You probably have, what is it? Seven to 12% going to payroll taxes. They're making a lot of money.
1: Well, you were Army. You were Army a little bit before me. Who was your general that told you to wear your berets as your duty uniform?
0: Oh, Jesus. The, the woman?
1: That female
0: trade out general? I,
1: I don't remember. No, it wasn't. Tra- I mean, Overall, United States military, when I got to Fort Drum, uh-huh. I had to wear a beret as my duty uniform. Not a, not a PC or anything like that, just a beret. Yeah. You know that guy made some money because I guarantee you he probably uh-huh. had stock in that.
0: It's well, the, same you know, so, way that,
1: the way the government does things.
0: So we're we're gonna go this route. So <laughs> UCPs. The digital digital camo. There you
1: go. There we go. Now we're now we're going down a rabbit hole, brother. Now Let's we're going down this. the rabbit
0: hole. It cost the United States Army over $1 billion. not nah, taxpayers. Yes, $1 billion taxpayer <laughs> dollars for the ads creating the, the pattern, the uniforms, all the gear, everything else. And they build it as this is a universal camouflage pattern. It's yep. gray and fucking blue. Yep. Where did it work? Fucking nowhere that's why in <laughs> afghanistan they used a different camo pattern because the pattern that the u.s military paid a billion dollars for was killing u.s soldiers yep go figure and they still went with it go figure and then what was it Two thousand. Fuck was it 2015 when we switched to the fake uh fake Afghanistan pattern? The not multicam when we switched over. I was wearing. You kept wearing the UCPs because
1: don't you just, judge me on that? Don't you judge me? I, I you don't I, fucking follow the rules. Those ACUs would last me to the day I died, man. I was the I was the only one wearing ACUs up to the day I retired, man. I think I was over the, re, yeah. the expiration date on those. Yes, you by were. far.
0: Yes, you were. <laughs> and not only that, they were fucking burned from your exhaust on your motorcycle. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. You got to just put a person down while they're on live. Okay, that's good. That's, I oh, see how this putting is. Putting you
0: down like that's you cared.
1: <laughs> I didn't care because when I was the best chief there, I knew what the fuck to do. When they needed somebody to fix their boats, who was there? When they you know needed me. people, yeah. Well, before you came to my little squad. Mm. <laughs> so you yes. judge me on that. Now, just I because I had my Red Bull and cigarette in the back of formation, man, it wasn't a big fucking deal. <laughs> it you was didn't, you because were you my problem. Because you did the same thing. <laughs> I did. It's not wrong. Uh-huh. Don't go rogue on me now. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: <laughs> now, okay. Let's go so, back to the next topic. <laughs> yeah, next <topic>.
1: socket. <laughs> topic. Shut up. Docket? Topic? What oh. are we talking about here? fuck you you're the one saying it not me yeah not good at words yeah
0: i was in the army so obviously my IQ is not what it should be it happens to the best of us brother so i want to i want you to watch this all right show it to me you're a religious person okay much more than i am okay The following footage may be considered disturbing to some viewer. Discretion viewer? Oh, that's a typo.
1: Viewer discretion is advised. Gotcha. Yes, it is. So, this in is. tonight's episode, we're going to actually show you raw footage mute this? of a walkthrough of an investigation that we did. A lot of viewers request this constantly. Can you hear this? No cuts, no edits. I can hear it. I'm going to give you right oh. now oh, in tonight's investigation. Fuck me.
0: So, this is completely uncut.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, it's live footage? No, it, it, it's in <laughs> 2021. All <laughs> you need is a live. <laughs> just making sure, man. I mean, I just got clear up because, yeah, I mean, place. clearly I had to tell you, your discretion advised. It's a very old. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kind of start doing that. on <laughs> Hello. I feel like I'm in an American horror story right now. Oh she's weird. Oh yeah. uh,
2: look at creepy Yeah,
1: she she's way outdated. A lot of old uh, yeah, where's that plastic covering on that couch? <laughs> oh,
3: look at this. That's
0: okay, it. so do not turn. There off. was nothing on the table, right?
1: And it's locked? Why would they want somebody to make turn off? What the fuck? Holy shit. You see That's, the chairs? Oh, my oh. God. That's crazy. This is uncut.
0: Everything's swinging, too. oh, shit. Look at the light.
1: Jesus. Oh, the light's look at that. Look at that pan oh, moving.
0: Look at it, it move, but look at what's oh, on the oh, table.
1: I can't see.
0: You can see. <laughs> Open your
1: fucking eyes. So that's a very I gotta old zoom in. Vintage I have to zoom in. Oh, I should have brought my my this. big screen down here for this. So let me. Okay, right here. Okay. Nope, not right here. Yep, there's a chair out over there. I see that on the yeah, table. No shit.
0: So they're coming up to this place. It's super creepy. They're probably in the woods somewhere in Georgia. Well, they are in Georgia. Very old. There's probably somebody playing banjo.
1: Who paints green on the inside? Hello. Hey, you watch yourself, okay? Oh, you do. I forgot. The guest room has green. I've <laughs> been in there so green. many times. Just, just not hideous like that. I mean, it's a lighter, more pastel know. green. Oh, that's so funny because I've been hate, in there so many times. Yeah, I so hate that. your face right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you I see don't anything see anything on the table? Nothing. No tables. No chairs. No Nothing on the table. Crazy. 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 Look at this. Like, a, yeah, there was a chair on a uh, table before or after. No, no, it's after. They're fiddle fucking around. Yeah, there's a chair and after, and it's locked. Why would they it want somebody to enter? I don't know. But no cuts. I know it's amazing because the camera wasn't even facing that way to show oh, it goodness. magically appeared. <laughs> okay, yeah. so oh. if you're gonna oh. stack chairs, so 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 what you're what what you're telling me right now is you're yes. trusting this video for one thing do you have any forensic evidence that that video was was or was not cut
0: I you're just going off a of a video frame by frame okay on the video
1: okay and I'd be more than happy to, to sh- share me that video and I will bring it went frame by frame also just to re-verify because what I'm saying right now is it's kind of shady when a camera goes that way <laughs> And next he knows, look at everything there.
0: (laughs) But if you you have the noise of a calamity happening, Mm -hmm. and then you quickly pan over, how are you panning over to the point to where it's an instant pan and the people who put those chairs
1: up are out of camera view? Because it's pretty amazing because there's Even in the late 2000s, SoundForge, Sony came out with a program called SoundForge and you can actually break down clips right down to the sound wave, right? Using an oscilloscope. Yeah. So you can simply just, and that was in 2008, simply cut it, cut and paste together and nobody would know otherwise. And that was in 2008. So given the technology today, Who's to say yeah, that can't happen today? That's audio, Chris. We're talking about video. That's audio. 14 years ago. Audio. Yes. yes in, it's 14 not video. Years, in 14 years, we've also adapted a lot more technology. I do have the ability to have a T-Rex walk across my front yard. I mean, I mean, I mean in, in, in 2008, my laptops were never this thin. First of all.
0: The fact that you have three fucking laptops
1: right now—it's my mobile command center. <laughs> oh my god! You're so.
0: For those who don't know, me and I Chris go are go really home. good friends.
1: Yes, and I go big or go home. Yes, he does.
0: <laughs> and we are currently about two thousand miles away from each other. <laughs> And we will it, never sad. stop talking shit to each other.
1: But I could say, "Cheers, mate!" Cheers. I've well, I finished mine. Again, mm. just so you guys know, he might have a problem. So just keep it on a down low. Don't let him know about it. But you know, I still have. Some it's line. only a problem. Still
0: a low. If we're arrested,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're All so right. far away from that. Let's let's get it back out of conversation here. So, so the chair stacking. So the chair stacking. I with this. Let's go with that. Yes, there's
0: a lot of chair stacking. Yeah, and because uh, we're getting a little long on the tooth, what I really want to share with you is this folio. Okay, this right here. So this is a Freedom of Information Act by John Greenwald Jr. who does the Black Vault. I don't know if you're familiar with that.
1: That's where you say you yes
0: know, or
1: no. If, well, I'm trying to bring it up first off. I, I'm familiar with it. I'm just trying to read it.
0: It's it's right there. Just yeah, maximize your screen. I fucker. just
1: Did okay. I knew I should have brought the big screws down here. Oh shit! Okay, okay. So this is
0: just the di ODNI's response to it. They're like, "Yeah, we have a bunch." Scroll for a second.
1: Scroll for a second. Okay. Go on. You're good. All right. I see it now. Got it. Got it.
0: You got it. Yes, sir. So this is the, the classified version of the UAP report that was given to Congress. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, why does that letter have anything to do with this? Can I ask you like that?
0: This letterhead?
1: Yeah. That? The black No, one? no. The letterhead on page one. What does that have to do? Enclosure one? Page one. Jesus fuck. Go back to page one. Come on. You this? got this. You got this, Tony. You can do this. Go. Are you talking that, about that's this? page. Clearly, that's page two. Go to page one. There you go. What the hell does that have to do with anything? This is how every FOIA begins. Like this is the
0: response to every FOIA.
1: Okay. So they're trying to do a FOIA on something that happened in Georgia, but this is coming out of California. That's why oh, I'm trying to figure out here. Fucker.
0: He lives in California. He is doing a FOIA from the DNI.
1: DIA. Okay. Okay. Yeah, try to fucking follow up. Hey, I just checking checking the block, man. <laughs> checking the block. Hey, we're keeping everybody on their toes, man. We got everybody's so confused right
0: now. They're like, okay. "Why are they talking to each other like this?" <laughs> okay. So is he part so... of the
1: Coke brothers? Because it, it. Oh, yeah, definitely Coke. the Coke
0: brothers, Coca Cola, Disney, and uh <laughs> I mean, whoever else. By fault. Right. he put his little banner here. I like that. That is a cute banner. Cute. He, he put it, I'm not going to talk too much shit because I do want him on the show.
1: So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Keep moving along. Let's get to the meat, meat and potatoes of it.
0: Yeah. So, first of all, why is this redacted up here?
1: Let's Could just... have been a typo. I, I would say typo for the government. The government redacted it's a typo, yeah. Super typoed up.
0: Apparently, whoever controls this is redacted. Okay, good stuff. It is good stuff. Classified by redacted douche, delivered from redacted douche, declassified on nobody gives a fuck. And it's a for you, by the way. This is a for official use only document. Really,, yeah. and this is redacted for no reason. So a cool thing is this report was prepared for the Congressional Intelligence and Armed Service Committee under auspices of ODNI. It was drafted by the UAP task Force, the ODNI, with input from USD INS somebody. DIA FBI NRO NGA a bunch of alphabet people who the fuck is redacted right here well for,
1: who knows and first off it started out was it prepared for an intelligence agency we don't know we don't we all know we ain't got that so
0: yes it's an oxymoron covered yeah, under really assumptions <laughs> so many people are going to be mad at this oh well <laughs> Uh redacted
1: title for no fucking reason. Tell your friends, if you're watching this, have a Crown of Coke, have a Budweiser, have a bourbon, have whatever you want, man, because we keep it real here.
0: Yes, and eat meat. We don't do vegans. (laughs) That's for sure. So this heading is, for whatever reason, redacted. As a result, the UAP task force concentrated its review on redacted describing incidents that occurred between 2004 and 2021. Review on what? Why the
1: fuck is it redacted? And why is this redacted? Yeah, why is even before ads is redacted? I mean, there's nothing that's going to be pertinent in that information there.
0: No, but But, they use the same title
1: to redact
0: this. In a mm-hmm. limited number of incidents, UAP reportedly appeared and exhibited unusual flight characteristics, including several of in which the redacted edged, edged, involving redacted edged, edged, these observations. Why is this redacted? That's crazy. I'm about to blow your mind because like this part is probably like the most important redaction in here but the most ridiculous redaction you can see so it's fucking redacted
1: is no can you go back go back a page please this page yeah stop right there is a good key term we have example of pilots who stated that boom redacted
0: stated that they redacted yeah Natural atmospheric phenomena. So why is a natural atmosphere atmospheric phenomena redacted?
1: Yeah. What exactly
0: national security value is there to a natural phenomena?
1: Hmm.
0: There isn't any.
1: Redacted, <inaudible> we have
0: redacted.
1: Well, you don't want to piss every- and you know this government, they want to piss anybody off. <laughs> No, not not at all.
0: Potential security. So what you're gonna like this because me and you I'm gonna tell seen, you. I'm gonna
1: tell you something right now. I already uh-huh. figured this out. It was a weather balloon.
0: Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, they redacted weather balloons. You, you
1: didn't factor that in, did you? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. So this is okay. What do you got?
0: You and I have the same sarcasm. Yeah. So unidentified aerial phenomena which is somehow highlighted under the redacted observers frequently described uap as redacted though redacted as such redacted redacted shaped, shaped
1: objects. objects yep common shapes squares and rectangles i got it this is freaking awesome why, why do they teach this shit in freaking school? Because if they would have mm-hmm. just taught this in school, we would have figured it out by now. Chris,
0: why are shapes redacted with the explanation that it is national security? Are circles national security?
1: Are triangles? But, but, but mm-hmm. circles goes against the laws of physics when it comes to flight patterns. Oh, so now you're getting deeper. You're I'm just saying, man, there are certain flight aspects that you can't post on a redacted page, apparently. Apparently, you can't fucking. Because the laws of physics show otherwise. You can't post triangles. You
0: can't post.
1: Well, actually, you can post triangles because the F 117 was a triangle.
0: Oh, apparently not because this is shapes are redacted. What about the B2?
1: Redacted. B1B? Redacted. F111 R-VARC. Redacted. Obviously, every well, shape shit.
0: <laughs> in the existence of shapes is national security. So why is this fucking page redacted?
1: Are you asking me or are we gonna are we gotta have uh, fun? Yeah, with I'm this? asking you why why is this page redacted? Well, because once again, any other conf- proven proven shape Uh against physics Uh they will not post on there. I mean, especially when it comes to movable objects. So, I mean, you can't have a weather balloon, for example, that they said, hey, for example, I watched this aircraft do 1.5 Mach. Well, what was it? Uh Was it a weather balloon? Nah. Was it the USS fucking Enterprise? Nah. Nah. Was it a Klingon Warbird? Nah. I have a clean well, What Bird was it? Afraid. We're gonna freaking we're gonna redact it, just so you don't know. Yeah, what, but the, the biggest the problem is that it could have been shapes are it, redacted. I understand it, but I mean, fuck's sake, dude, it it look it, it could have been a star destroyer. Okay, so a triangle, yes, and I'm gonna throw that at you right now. A try, a simple triangle, a simple star destroyer. Yeah. No, I, because they all break the laws of physics. So anything that, doesn't, that, that isn't proven in our eyes, scientifically proven in our humanity eyes, breaks the laws yep. of physics. So yep. they have to redact it out because if you don't, you fear the crowd, I guess. Get the crowd stirred up, scared, wondering what's going on, whatever the case may be. Whatever you're trying to hide, or whatever you're trying to disclaim, people will start asking more questions because it is human nature. Well, so, you know, triangles,
0: you can explain away triangles. B-2 bomber, F-117, B-21. You can easily explain away triangles. Yep. It's the other shapes. It scares a hell out of them. (laughs) Cubes, orbs, shit like that. So
1: the Borg is coming.
0: Well, there are testimonies off of... Uh, Oceana NAS Oceana from the F 18 Mm -hmm. pilots out there Mm -hmm. that they had near danger close encounters with cubes inside of a bright orb from the pilots. Okay, my question is we have all of this information from NAS Oceanic. Oceania and nothing from Langley. Nothing. Not a peep. And if you're going to tell me that Langley's radar does not
1: overlap Oceania's. First off, I'm not going to argue that, but what I I will throw at you, how about about this? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: How about it was how many UAVs does it take? How many uh remote control vehicles does it take to make a cube to make a cube the four it would take eight and then you can have nine one in the center an and you can actual have four cube. points yeah to make they can see an outline of something now look at I'm not trying to disclaim you by I no means but I'm having fun with this because Uh-oh. I mean if you have four points so if I take this right now and say okay here's one here's one and then there's one at the bottom of each corner and then i make this three dimensional and then i have one in the middle from a distance from a radar what is radar seeking radar is going to radar is going to bounce back on on the surfaces but at the same time when there's multiple surfaces in a three dimensional shape
0: it'll radar it worse one
1: object it yeah exactly if they're close enough it'll read exactly. it as one object exactly but the
0: pilot seeing a three dimensional cube inside of a bright orb at a danger close, you know, coming across its starboard wing, its right okay. wing. So they saw a fat goose. Yes. Then it flipped them <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. This, play is a vi- this You is need to play TV a video. Always play, fucking. Put, put a video up there and let's see. I don't
0: have a video of that. The DIA won't release it. <laughs> they just won't. They won't They won't let us see the video. Hmm. By the way, if anybody... I know there's six of you watching. If any of you have any questions for Chris, go ahead and put it down in the, the chatty chat.
1: Oh, I have a notification. Or Tony, just for us to get Get at each other's throats.
0: Don't ask me questions.
1: <laughs> if you want to see more entertainment, me and Tony going at it, just, just bring them up. Bring them up.
0: Right, because oh, we're kind of at the point where I kind of want to talk about politics.
1: All right. Well, maybe yeah, we should I'll take a man. station break for a second. Can we you want to take thing? a 10-minute break? Yeah, let's take a 10-minute break, my friend. Well, let's take a five-minute break. Five minute break sounds good. Way to way to meet me halfway. <laughs> Let's take a ten minute break. Let's take a ten minute break. How about a five minute break? I hate five minutes. Face. I hate your face right now. <laughs> oh,
0: you're you're two thousand miles away. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs>
4: Love
0: you. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a five minute break. I'm gonna pull us out, and we will be right back. Most of you probably won't be here,
1: but uh, don't pull out. It's never good to pull out, but go ahead if you need to. Never pull out too early, <laughs> always wait till the last <laughs> second.
0: And that's gonna bite me in the ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, hey guys, look at my uh, my great artwork here. All right, everybody. The commercial break that doesn't exist. uh, (laughs) We're sponsored
1: by booze. 100% booze. Sponsored by ADD. Well, you know, I saw that squirrel. I had to go check check it out quick.
0: Yeah, I had to go look. I had to make sure it wasn't uh, (laughs) ripping up my new grass. So, here we are. We're going to do a little... uh, A little... Little bit different. Uh those of you that are watching, if you have any questions for either of us, go ahead and uh post it. Type it up. Let's do it. Somebody this. has a question. Somebody. One of you has a question.
1: And if you don't, we're gonna talk boring stuff. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about like shit that we just talk about on the regular. If you haven't figured it out, me and Chris have known each other for
1: a while. So, you're gonna go into politics, Tony. Let's 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 talk about that a little bit while these what are talking, you know, figuring out what they want to ask. Let's let's go with that.
0: Yeah, so you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about
1: uh running for mayor. Are you now? Yeah, are all six people in your town gonna vote for you? There's seven people. Oh, my bad. You can't count count your wife, but okay. <laughs> That's not really considered bipartisan, but okay. Right. So, actually,
0: we just had a mayoral election, and like 23 people voted out of the 6,000 that live here. Big numbers. Big. Super huge turnout. <laughs> And what I was told the person that won, the only reason they won was because they looked they took like four or five ads out in the local newspaper.
1: <laughs> and I was like, okay,
0: I can spend 40 bucks. <laughs> and then I get to be mayor.
1: That that's that's sad when your ad follows ace hardware. <laughs> Sale on freaking screws, (laughs) screws, or you know, you could get four (laughs) bags of mulch (laughs) for ten dollars
0: for ten dollars. Actually,
1: that's not true. We could have gotten five bags of mulch two years ago, but I'm just saying, yes, yeah, Biden inflation something we're doing great things for this country. Great things,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it always amazes me that the UFO community so staunchly defends the government when they will bitch about how the government's lying to them and
1: and i'm gonna sit here pause because i'm not a leftist by no means i'm more of a constitutionalist so Mm -hmm. so we're gonna have we could have fun down this rabbit hole but you are absolutely correct if Mm -hmm. the ufo community and paranormal community is so leftist Why do they support an organization that is redacting all the information and core information they're indeed need of, that they want, that they need to thrive, to prove their points, to prove their theories? But instead, they're just going to sit there and be like, I love my government. Redact, redact, redact. I will support redact, redact, redact. (laughs) Well, you know, at the same time. (laughs) Because the government knows best. Right. They
0: do. And as as a former soldier who hasn't jerked off in a porta potty in 115 <laughs> oh, degrees,
1: God, here we go. I'm sure nobody needed to know that, and my IQ dropped like five points. But go ahead. Well, five points. I mean, that leaves you at like 12. A strong 17. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you
0: who have never looked at military memes that is 100% a thing
1: it's sad Well, but, but the good news is I'm still 7 points ahead of AOC a bartender yes <laughs> and here we go yep here we go here we go well, I mean, my president. If I was president, I'd go up there and say, you know, I didn't travel the Appalachians or 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 Singapore or all these other bullshit things that he does. Saying that I traveled to Xi Jinping and Xi and, Jinping, yeah, yeah, and and yeah. young children touched the hair on my leg. I, you just don't say that. You don't have to have much of an IQ to say that. That's not something you say. I mean, let's be honest here.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so if we're going to be honest, if you're a president, I'm probably your... Oh, my God, If you, I swear to fuck, if you make me your, your press secretary, I'm just going to come out and be like, Chris said whatever he said.
1: First off, what I said is fact. <laughs> you won't have to redact any of that no and by the way i'm 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 thinking of running for congress against my constituent jeff duncan Mm -hmm. uh he's third district I'm, i'm looking in two years running possibly i'm not gonna bring too much politics into play but i live down in south carolina right now for your viewers and unfortunately we are being overran by the northerners and californians and and washington you know uh leftists all across the country i mean let's just face it uh this is the second fastest growing uh state in america next to idaho so we are getting overthrown right now with leftist politics and if anybody cares about politics it goes back to Tony's actual show. Politics is information, point blank. Uh, During Donald Trump, and I'm not a Trumpster 100%. Look at the guy did good. He, He was doing good for our country. But I'm not a cultist. But at the same time, when you're wanting to let people know what's going on with the UFO community, with paranormal information. With your tax dollars, I think a conservative is the way to go, and that's my opinion. But everybody's going to have their opinion. But once yes. again, it's my First Amendment right, my opinion. <laughs> and
0: it's it's extremely important that we allow people to have their opinions and not demonize them for their opinions, that's because correct. what what the mainstream wants to tell you right now is that you don't know somebody else's lived experience. You don't know what they've been through, but at the same time, if somebody has an opinion that doesn't follow the narrative that we want, that they want to happen, not that I want to happen because I love my guns, but what they want to happen, (laughs) then somehow you're a bigot, or you're a racist, or you're Rusky,
1: yeah, you're you're all these whatever. other things, and yeah. it's
0: like, hold on, you just said we need to listen to people's lived experiences, and we need to yeah. listen to people, and it does apply to the UFO community because the what we call the woo, which is the experiencers and the their experiences with UFOs or abductions. We can apply that similarly to society and say, well, if you're going to ignore this entire group of people's experience, their lived experience, and it's 45% of the country, and you're just gonna shut them down for 10% or 1% yep. of the country in the way that they feel, that's dangerous, yeah, in my eyes, because you're not you're not really embracing anything. You're just shunning anybody who has an opinion that is other than the narrative that you're trying to push.
1: Only 28% of Latinos right now are supporting the Biden administration. Yeah. Only 28%. Because Latinx is a stupid fucking word. Only 70% overall, well, hate to say it, not supporting the Biden administration. Yeah, okay. I mean when it's about a, a thirty-four you,
0: percent approval rating yeah, or something. When like you're that.
1: asking, when you're asking people, hey, what are your, what are your, how many First Amendment right, how many First Amendment rights you have? Majority of people are like one to two. It's five. Some think that only freedom of press is one. 70 percent 72 percent actually did not know there were five and yeah. that's great that's great if you're asking high school students but unfortunately this was over a thousand adults in yeah. this country from 50 states and they had no idea what the hell they were talking about Yep. Yeah. no when it's you our rights. our rights have been eroding tony
0: mm-hmm.
1: back to lyndon johnson they've been eroding more and more our bill of rights we by the way we have 10 bill of rights just so everybody knows and they've been eroding ever since yes
0: it's uh it's very concerning to look at the way that everything is happening and My take on it is that you have a lot of people who would not normally be involved in politics. They would just normally live their life and do whatever because honestly, like 90% of politics does not affect the average person. It does not affect their life unless they're raising taxes or creating new taxes or lowering taxes. It just does not affect people's lives. But we live now in this weird time where you have all these people who would normally not be involved in politics that are involved in politics. And it's like, dude, you play video games 18 hours a day and you give a shit about the president or or stories about the president and you defend them with like this vitriol. (laughs) that just should not exist like it's it doesn't fucking concern you in your daily life it it blows my mind how radicalized the media has made people over the last and it's not since trump became president it's honestly since 9-11 that's right and you could, you could sort of go back into the Clinton era, but if you talk to people who were born anywhere from like 97 or 96 to the point to where they weren't
1: old enough to comprehend what happened. Can, can I cut you off for a second? Yeah. Because you're, you're going to go back and talk about the Clinton era and, and politics don't affect them. But let's look at Ukraine, for example. That yeah. actually was started during the Obama era. Mm-hmm. We're the ones that funded them. Yeah. We're the ones that sent over CIA operatives to train their military. Mm-hmm. Western Ukraine was the ones that were bombing Eastern Ukraine. Because it was still Russian... Counterparts. Occupied. Yes. Yeah. They've been murdering them, killing them. For what reason?
0: Well, they've All been politics. launching...
1: All politics.
0: Yeah, and they've also been during the the Crimea annex and the height of the fighting in the Donbass region, the Ukrainians were firing white phosphorus into the Donbass region. Right. And you and I both know white phosphorus is against Hmm. the Geneva Geneva Convention. Yep, Geneva Convention. Yep. You cannot shoot white phosphorus at people because you cannot put white phosphorus out. What, are you going to dive into fucking 15 feet of mud and hope that it puts the phosphorus out? Burning metals are
1: extremely
0: dangerous. Politics
1: it, drives that. Politics yeah. drives today's culture. Mm-hmm. As much as you want to say politics isn't in our lives 24-7, it truly is, because it is it is a green deal that is changing our lives right now. Yeah. It is politics that, are, that has risen the gas prices because of the fundamental ability of not being able to drill. Mm-hmm. The, the push for battery-operated vehicles or solar-powered vehicles, uh, our schools are, di- are diminishing Yeah, the whole Florida gay law, and I'm probably gonna take a few people from you, and I'm sorry, but it is not, we can talk about it. It is not an anti gay law, it's not, it is just not teaching our children up to third grade transgenderism, what sex you are, and everything else. And there are actually, well, not 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 just that,
0: Chris, there there are, hold on.
1: It's, hold on! Hold on! There are eleven other states doing it right now. Before I even right. put that out there, so there are eleven other states pushing for that.
0: Okay, so not it's it's not just saying don't talk to kids about transgenderism, don't talk to kids about homosexuality or yeah. lesbians or. Yeah. It is the bill literally states: do not talk to pre-K to third graders about sex. Period. Period. yep. So heterosexuality, you could under the same premise, call that bill the don't-say-heterosexual bill. And and I think that it's important not to talk to five-year-olds about their dilly-dangles. Yeah. It's also
1: important important to protect female rights. Yes. Okay? There are kind of females and males, that's what make the world go around. That's how Mm -hmm. we do things. I mean, genetically speaking, your wife and my wife—they're our second half. Yeah, and our and and my children. Man, I wouldn't want my daughter going against a male because he decides to identify himself as a female in a sport. Yet he has more genetic ability than she has. She well, has the ability in her sex in her sex group, but yeah. he genetically. Is gonna be stronger, taller, faster, whatever, yeah. genetically speaking. Well, and she does combat sports. Yes. So
0: I mean, I don't know how much she weighs, but if she's at the upper end of her weight group and say there's a transgender 15-year-old, what is she? Is she 14, 15? 15. 15. Come on, Uncle Tony! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she's she's gonna be mad at me for not knowing how old she is. She,
1: she she will be mad at you now, and then and 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 Danielle will know about it.
0: <laughs> yep. So she if she's in the upper end of her weight group because she's tall, mm-hmm. and she has to face a transgender boy because female weight groups the heavyweights end way before the male middleweights begin so if she has to face a guy genetic guy who weighs 20 30 pounds more than her in the combat sport
1: she's going to get her ass handed to her tony you're you're 8 inches taller than her yes so there's proof from point right there if at your age if you equate her to you right now, if you were her age, you'd probably be about six to seven inches taller. Yeah. Give, you know, another year or two, you still have a growth and spurt and everything. You still have an advantage over her at her age. Yeah. When you were growing up, if you were equal to her age. Right. So tell me where where it's level, where it's an even keel.
0: I don't think it's level at all. No. No. Um, people might get mad about that and that's fine but if you get mad about that you're you're kind of ingrained into a narrative where you're just not thinking about
1: reality you're ingrained to following a narrative because you have no thought process of your own Mm -hmm. and you allow yourself to be ingrained in that narrative yeah and I think that narrative
0: is dangerous. And you can look it at is. the MMA with the, uh, the transgender MMA fighter who yep. was breaking orbital bones yep. of women fighters. And I was yep. like, holy shit, how the fuck is this allowed? Yeah. This, this person was a guy for like 25 years of his life. Decided to become a female. That's twenty five
1: years of. He was also an army combative uh, trainer. He was or, a he was or a love army combatives. Yeah, he was in the army. He was uh, a. Yeah, I'm looking up right now. Uh, his name is Sarah Chance. Mm. Sarah Schneider Chance. Now just, a sergeant in the United States Army mm-hmm. Schneider Chance is uh seeking another glory. So I mean when you look at that, I'm I'm not a sexist. No, you're not a sexist. We've known each other long enough. Yeah. But if you want to keep and this is what the liberals are always screaming. If you want to keep everything equal, keep it equal. Yeah. Don't move the goalposts because you want to appease 0.02%. Keep right. it equal. Women yeah. women have fought throughout history to get their rights. Mm-hmm. They well-deservedly earned it. Well-deservedly earned it. Let them keep their lights. Why are you changing it? Yeah, And... You know,
0: I'm not I'm not really against like if if somebody wants to be gay or a lesbian, you know, I don't I really don't give a shit. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. The the problem that I have is that it has become their central identity. And, and this is where others. you you see these videos of these teachers in Florida talking about, well, I can't tell the parents who I am because I can't talk about my sexuality and I look at that and I say well why is your sexuality so much of your identity right right it it shouldn't be your your identity should be like your education the things that you like your your goals interests your goals
1: yes goals dreams and ambitions yes it yeah.
0: nobody Nobody gives a fuck who yep. you sleep with. They just don't want to fucking hear about it. Exactly. Exactly. And saying that in today's day and age somehow makes you the fucking bad guy. <laughs> exactly. And I, I I don't understand it. I really don't get it. And and they're like, well, you don't know the suffering we have gone through. And I say, well, hey, um, I don't know. Maybe if you didn't go. I fuck this person. And if somebody disagrees, how dare you disagree? I'm going through so much. Maybe just don't fucking tell people what you do.
1: You good? Yeah. Got a breather? Uh, Yeah. Take a breather. Okay. That person who tells you that, have them look at a true female and say, hey, look at your grandmother Tell me what they went through versus what I'm going through. Oh, yeah. Your great-grandmother. Mm-hmm. Somebody through. from 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years ago. Tell me yeah. what they went through compared to what you're going through. What are you going through? You're going, you are 0.03% of the population, which for the record, for the record, for your viewers, right now, a, a poll was done not too long ago. They they figured a, 20% of Americans believe. Or, 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 or majority of Americans believe that 20% of America is homosexual. 15% right. of them are transgender. Yeah. Ish. Ish. That's what they say. Don't quote me on it, but it's ish. You can look at the numbers. They are big numbers. They are definitely double digits. Look it up. There's an ish. So that given said, that given said. Yeah. If you want to sit there and you want to combat uh, against, you know, women's rights, why don't we combat women's rights at the woman level? Why don't we ask them? They are the experts. They last time I checked, they're the ones that grew up as a woman. They're the ones that can give birth biologically. They have issue. They may have issues. Let's combat your issues based on your thought process and not a man trying to be a woman. Right. So I'm gonna bring something up. Bring it up. Fire away, oh. my friend.
0: And I think I think this this cartoon is it's really eye-opening if you if you've ever met anybody from this era from the the World War II era can you hear
2: it okay folks so as you there know nazism is on the rise and we need to stop them which oh, I is don't. why I i've pause been-
0: this because this is muted for me A stop screen
1: yeah you'll figure out how to work it it's okay buddy
0: <laughs> yeah i just need to hear it myself so this is it's actually if you've ever met anybody from this era It's really important to listen to.
2: ...invented a time machine to bring back the people who defeated Nazism in the first place. Perfect! Yes!
3: Hey, this ain't Normandy. What gives? What year is it?
2: It's 2018!
3: Why did you say that so weird?
2: Uh, sorry, force of habit. We brought you to the future because Nazism is on the rise in the U.S. And our president is sympathetic to them! What? Here's a pamphlet with all
3: his positions. (laughs) Ah, this fella's disgusting. Right? This boy thinks two men can get married. What? And that a man who cuts his dongle off is a woman? Um... Sounds more like a commie to me, but hey, same difference. I'll kill either one. Uh, that's not what's bad about him. It gets weiss? What else are these Nazis
2: doing? They believe there are only two genders. Well, of course there's more than two genders. Thank goodness. Yeah, the Russians have their gender, the Germans have their gender, the Japanese have their gender. Everybody's got a gender. No, not agenda. gender. Gender. What the hell is... Gender sounds like some kind of phony word popularized in the fifties to create a false distinction between one identity and their biological sex. Am I in a ballpark here? Your sex is whether you're male or female, but your gender is how you identify. So if you were born a man but want to become a woman, your gender identity is as the woman, and you therefore are a
3: woman. You know what? So you guys think men can be women? Well, that's the biggest crack of nonsense I ever heard.
0: Yeah, none of this sounds like Nazism to me.
3: Well,
2: how about this? He wants people to pay for their own birth control. Oh, (sighs) yeah. Birth control is legal? Ah! The guys who defend Nazism are so Nazis.
3: You know, I don't like you pinkos going around telling people you're fighting Nazis just because you berate everyone you disagree with. You've never fought a Nazi in your life, and to claim otherwise is stolen valor.
2: Yeah, and you know what? When actual Nazis come around, no one's going to want to fight them anymore, because you guys keep crying wolf.
3: Now let's go back and win ourselves a war!
2: You know, I almost don't want to anymore. Wait! Don't go! We need you! We need to say you're on our side so we can convince the greater whole of society to accept violence against dissidents who stand in the way of the social order we seek to
3: establish. Ah. And how exactly are they the Nazis?
2: Because I call them Nazis. Well, you
1: I'm doing this on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got a niche or nothing. I'm just like, what what the hell just happened? I mean if you
0: if you step back and take a neutral standpoint and looking at the way
1: everything is, that video makes a lot of fucking sense. It really does if you put a skirt on and wonder what the fuck is going on. Yes. But we
0: are way past our bedtime for this show. We are, my friend. So, Chris, tell us again about yourself, who you are.
1: Go. I'm Chris. Tony's One of Tony's best friends. Did... Did ten years in the Air Force F twenty two project, uh, about twelve years Army, uh, saw saw a few things and uh, kind of speculative when it comes to the UFO community. But we are working through this. We are. We're trying. So, and I'm an open speaker. So next time, if I if I if Tony allows me to come back to his show, please ask questions. That's yes. what I like. I am a question person so please ask questions and thank you and good talking to you let's talk america let's do this
0: all right chris good talking to you it's been a while same to you brother all right well back for the 10th episode who would have who would have guessed that right well, we've got two more episodes to do on the Bottled Water channel this weekend. We have Steph from UAP Experiencers tomorrow. And then we have Brad Burton on Monday. So everybody, please make sure you like, subscribe, hit the bell notification. All of my podcast channels are in the chat if you prefer to listen to this in the car or if you don't want to like watch a video, you just want to listen to the audio of it just make sure and, and do that and uh you know what I'll see you in a couple of hours on the Josh and Artemis show where we will be talking about cults so yeah long week busy weekend it's not a long weekend I had a long week I worked like the last 12 days straight so I'm extremely tired but I will see everybody else on the Josh and Artemis show with Big Willie and a couple other people I just want to say peace. And now here's that awkward part where I slowly end the broadcast.